Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 63 and let's get ready for some voice health truth starting with our ever so powerful friend self-censorship. But before diving in let's just make a quick announcement. I've been invited to speak to a music conference this weekend called Embrace the Power of Being Independent, organised by Power of Indie. It's starting this Thursday and on Saturday the 16th of October at 2.13pm UK time, I'll talk about the grip that limiting beliefs imposed by our society have on our creative well-being and how to work with them using breath. So, if you're free this Saturday at 2.30pm and are keen to open your creative mind and support your voice and are able to breathe, then join us. The link is in the description of the episode. It's totally free and there will be plenty of other creatives sharing their wisdom over these three days. I've spoken with you wonderful voices about limiting beliefs over the summer and the effect they have on your brain and creative mind. They can act as a paralytic, making them a form of self-censorship. See what I did there? Smooth transition. Here we go. Let's decompose the word a little bit. You've got self, aka me, myself and I, and censorship. Now, censorship is the changing or suppression or prohibition of speech or writing which is deemed subversive of the common good. Thank you, Encyclopedia Britannica, for this description. So, it's a process through which expression is either altered or denied because it wouldn't be good for the people. Let's go back to the rest of that definition briefly. It occurs in all manifestations of authority to some degree, but in modern times it has been of special importance in its relation to government and the rule of law. Okay, meaning it's something we associate usually with a governmental or political power, but it can happen in any system which has a form of authority built in. And here comes the thousand pound, thousand dollar, thousand bazillion monies question. Who's got a system of authority ingrained in their lovely heads? We do! Fun times. We have our very own authority system in our minds, which comes from everything we've been exposed to through our education, upbringing and society. We all believe in different things and have built a form of hierarchy inside our minds when it comes to certain topics or beliefs and even people. I know it sounds mean and nasty, but it's true. We prioritise and hierarchise a lot more than you think. But what's that got to do with your own speech and this notion of self-censorship? Well, if the content of your expression hasn't been deemed good enough by your own authority system, you will censor it. Plain and simple. Oh, come on, we've all experienced situations where we've stopped ourselves from finishing a sentence, from sharing a thought or a joke, an information, or even, even how we felt. That's self-censorship. The reasons put in place by your authority system, your censor, as it were, differs from one person to the next. You may feel your voice doesn't deserve to be heard, full stop, that you're not worth listening to, that it's not going to do you any good to voice whatever it is you were about to say. Or even that, because you feel you haven't been able to establish or prove yourself to the world in life, in work, in art, that you should put your focus somewhere else and crush this other voice inside because it's not worthy of anything and won't take you anywhere. 
So you have to make decisions and prioritize. The process that the sensor goes through before putting a halt to your expression has consequences on the mind and the body. Because every time we stop ourselves from speaking, we're building tension where the thought, the sentence, the poem, the music, the dish, the painting, or whatever else you're trying to express, was born. It's a source of stress, mentally. There you are, assessing every word you say, tiptoeing around your mind, and in a broader context, the worth of your own voice and existence. This stress makes for an unstable mind and disruptive thoughts and emotions. And physically, physically, it can take on many different shapes. Anxiety and panic attacks are very common. Neck and thoracic pain will be next on the list. Makes sense if you think about it. One carries the throat and your voice box, the other the lungs, your heart and your solar plexus, so your identity, the seat of your personal expression, all key elements in your ability to connect and to express yourself freely. Headaches and migraines from your tight mandibular and jaw muscles or your brain overheating and being overloaded with our friend cortisol, the stress hormone. And last but not least, jaw tension and jaw pain, since the mouth is the most used channel of expression. It's connected to the jaw through tongue and teeth. And this body part is already stimulated a lot because you use your jaw to chew multiple times a day. Add teeth grinding, jaw clenching, temporomandibular joint dysfunction, also known as TMJ or TMJD, periodontal illness and neck tension to the mix, you've got the recipe for a very sore and tensed body. And think about it this way, whenever you're about to say something, but you decide not to, your brain sends a signal to this body part, to the jaw, to the jaw muscles, to stop, to close which adds more tension because the mind and its decisions have an impact on the body. But what can you do with all this knowledge? Well, plenty, to be honest. And why not start with a period of observation and introspection? You can play around with your body's response to certain topics. Pay attention to how you fare in conversation, in life or at work, or even how you fare when you're about to write, draw or create full stop. Do you hesitate? And if so, where do you think the hesitation is coming from? Is it fear? Are you afraid of something? Can you hear your sensor telling you off? Or do you feel perhaps overloaded with stress, like you're drowning from within? Are you scared to hear what other people will say about your ideas or even your voice? We're all different and we function differently and we express ourselves very differently. So your answers to these prompts will be different from your neighbours, from your friend. Your emotional, mental and physical response will also differ because you're unique. Now, when you've identified the areas where your sensor turns itself on to block you, this is where the fun begins. Because you're now in a position where you can free yourself from its grip. Work to understand the mechanics and switch off the buttons that block your expression because it also becomes an opportunity to connect to your body and work to ease physical tension gently through mindful gestures and practices. You'd be amazed at what the massaging of key points around the jaw and skull can do for your clicking jaw and even more amazed at the power of working with your breath to ease your mind. 
And if that's something you'd like to explore, hit me up and we'll get talking. All contact details are in the episode description as well as links to Saturday's event. Next week we'll be looking at the mouth and its connection to shame. Why do we feel ashamed of our mouth and teeth? Let's try and break this down together, it's rather a big topic. Meanwhile, have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you soon.